0: Everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Midlife AF. Super exciting. I have my um my mentor. I'm in Tina Towers Mastermind group, which is for women entrepreneurs, and she's been really, really helpful to me. Um in for kind of helping me pull together my business and my business strategy and working with other like-minded um, human beings who are doing this this journey of entrepreneurship um, and she has this great mission that she wants to um, get more women with more wealth a bit like Denise Duffield Thomas as well you know because they both feel that you know women are um, and I know this sounds probably a bit sexist but uh, more more likely to be purposeful and um, bring um, a, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm playing around with my words here, but bring a, bring good to the world. And and I think we do see that in our, our female entrepreneurs or certainly the ones that I follow anyway. Um, and so I know Tina's got a lot of stuff going on this week, um, but she has taken a year off alcohol and she talks us through how that was for her and what difference that's made in her Um, in her business and how she shows up for her family and everything so over to myself and Tina if you're a woman in midlife whose intuition is telling you that giving booze the elbow might be the next right move then midlife af is the podcast for you join counsellor psychotherapist this naked mind and gray area drinking alcohol coach emma gilmore for a weekly natter about parenting quirky teens, menopause, relationships, and navigating this thing called midlife, alcohol free. If you're feeling that life could be so much more, that you're sick and tired of doing all the things for everyone else, if your intuition is waving her arms manically at you, saying it could all be so much easier if we didn't have to keep drinking, come with me. Together we'll find our groove without booze. I lovingly acknowledge the Boon people of the Kulin Nation as the custodians of Kurt Baroque. I share my admiration for the Aboriginal culture. I witness the connection that they have for each other and the land and their community. As I swim in the waters and walk on the land, I feel the power of this place. I'm grateful for the Aboriginal people's amazing custodianship, the power, beauty, and the healing potential of this place. I wish to pay special respects to the elders of the Boonarong people. Their wisdom, guidance and support are exceptional and felt well beyond the Aboriginal community. I honour that this is Aboriginal land and that it has never been ceded. I am committed to listening to the Aboriginal community and learning how I can be an active ally in their journey to justice. Hello, and thank you for coming and joining me on this live today, the fabulous Tina Tower. My absolute pleasure. Hello, everybody. Yay! Hello, everybody. And just, this is Tina. I will get her to introduce herself to you. I'm sure that many of you already know who she is. Um, But Tina is my um i guess she's my coach my um i'm in her mastermind i've been in her empire builder for two years and i have learned so much i've launched um i think five or maybe even more iterations of my signature course um the great aussie experiment under Tina's guidance, um, created a membership platform, um, created lots of different tiny offers and just being able to get my message around mm. um, being a woman in midlife and being alcohol free out to the people who it's supposed to hit. Yeah. Um, hit, that sounds awful. Um, to reach. So, yeah, yeah, to reach smack in the face. <laughs> 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 um, so Tina, Um, You've been a great impact on me, and we are going to talk a little bit about your experience with your uh, year off, the booze and the impact that that's had on your business. But I know that you have an amazing mission, and it would be lovely as well for you to share um, what you do in case there's any people on here who don't already know that
1: sure thanks Emma um, and thank you for having me it is um, so nice to be able to do this um, I've got a busy day today I've got all of um I've got like five hours of coaching calls two podcasts so it's like a nice day of just chatting to really awesome people um, which is which is good it's a good thing uh, so I've been in business my whole life um, I've been playing this game since I was 20 I've been in the Online world um, for six years now and it is my favorite thing that I have ever done so I accidentally found this wonderful world of online education and as a teacher in my past life and curriculum writer it just fit everything so incredibly well Um, and I really do think that wealthy women change the world and that we need more equality and opportunity and freedom and just confidence in what we're doing and so i'm extremely passionate about it one could say obsessed <laughs> um, so i started her empire builder um we just turned three um so three years ago now which is you know our mission is to be the best online education for female course creators in the world Mm. um i want to help 100 women make a million dollars by 2025 we've just reached the first four of that hundred um so i'm very excited about that um because when women have wealth they they share it they do good Mm. things you see Mm. them you know invest in other women's opportunities in Investing back into their families and community, and so we see it time and time again. And I think women just need more permission to be able to do things like that. So that is what I am all about.
0: Yes, and it was just—it's just been. I, I totally agree with you, Tina. And I think this idea of getting wealth into the hands of um, female-assigned at birth and human beings is just such yeah. a such a wonderful mission. Um, and just and, and changing that mindset a lot. It, there's a lot of alignment, I guess, in terms of um, you know the work that I do with women and the work that you do with women. In that, there's that um, the, the changing of mindset from um, feeling that we you know maybe that we're not enough and that we um, that we have these kind of limiting beliefs around ourselves and actually um, nine times out of ten they're not true and um once we can get our mindset um if we can we can change those that perspective through which we see the world and we can take the brave steps to do the thing um and put ourselves first and start to honor ourselves then there's a possibility of great um evolution and um what do you call it um purpose-driven human beings out in the world, which is just so Mm -hmm. wonderful so i praise you for that i thank you for that and i honor you and i just i i I know that one of the reasons i wanted Tina to come on and talk to us is that she has had her very own experience of being alcohol free she decided Mm -hmm. to take a year off tina do you want to talk a little bit about that yeah so
1: So i got myself i didn't actually drink alcohol until i was like 27 (laughs) so i was i was late in terms of um you know any sort of relationship with alcohol at all so i couldn't afford it when i was young it was a major it was a major thing and anything that i tried of like the cheap stuff that a lot of my yeah. friends were drinking i was like that's that's not, not for me um and then i did everything quite early i got married when i was 21 i had a baby one at 24 and one at 25 so i was like pregnant and breastfeeding for a few years as well And then I started franchising. And when I started to hit success with that at like 27, 28, I had a nice gin and I was like, this is the most fabulous thing that I've ever tasted in my life. Um, And I tended to then go into a thing where I made up for lost time of what I missed in my fun youth. Um, I became a bit of a gin connoisseur. I got a little carried away. um, And then towards the end of my last business, I was drinking way too much um so i was probably going through a bottle of gin every fortnight um and so i was kind of getting to that three four o'clock every afternoon yeah. and would have a couple of drinks yeah. um, and that became my normal then sold that company so got rid of a lot of the stress that came with that we traveled around the world for a year came mm-hmm. back and then got in the habit again of just mm-hmm drinking too much so i would drink probably three to four nights a week um often very very delicious high quality gin Mm -hmm. um was was my go-to and got to the point where i was going i just feel like i'm in this loop of i don't have eternal like the clarity that i used to have i don't have the energy that i used to have I just wasn't feeling like I was as well as what I wanted to be or could be. And every area of my life I'm quite hyper-disciplined with in terms of like optimising my potential. Like if I can get an edge on performance, I want to be able to do that.
0: Yeah,
1: Always have a high level of excellence. However, when it came to alcohol a part of me was like i'm so hyper disciplined in every single area of my yes. life this is the time where i can relax and mm. this is my thing that i can relax mm. with anyway i wanted to see if i could just just not <laughs> it was my yeah. thing. Um, because if i tried to go like like a weekend yeah. all i'd do all weekend was think about it and i'd want yep. it and it really pissed me off that i wanted something yeah. that badly right. and so that was where my my year without it came i happened to go to um a local health retreat that was near us Mm -hmm. called alicia um so it's in the hunter valley which is Mm -hmm. a lovely health retreat if anyone's looking at going to a few few days away um and they had a doctor there who was talking about the effects of alcohol on the brain um, and the long-term effects that we have on on all of our organs and all of our different things. Yeah. And I've also been like a couple of years ago, I started gaining weight, and I hadn't been able yeah. to shed any of that as well. Yeah. And so all of these things kind of looped together. And I was like, okay, I think it's time for me just to do like not forever, but just to see whether I can. So I committed to the year, um, and it was awful at first, which made me realize how much i needed to do it because a lot of people um you know i hear people now that talk about alcohol-free life and they're all very zen about it and all very like you know it's the best decision i ever made and i've never felt better and and i have so much more clarity and i have so much more energy and i'm so happy with that however the first like six weeks were awful yeah. <laughs> I
0: yeah. was so yeah.
1: mad about it and then I was so mad at myself that I was mad about missing it and was like but all yeah. oh, I like, want is a glass of." Beer? and then I'd like try and convince myself and go I can just have one I could just yeah. have one and then I wouldn't so I didn't have anything so I started that in last December um and I have had four drinks in that time so Brilliant. I haven't been totally Brilliant. perfect yeah. um you don't have to be well so you know what emma was the interesting part was i think i actually feel better having not been perfect with it because Isn't it? i was so scared of yeah. what would happen if i got yes. a taste for it yes. and it was an accident the first time i yeah. was having a mocktail and i was handed my friends cocktail by accident and took a sip and i was like devastated because i had been so perfect for four months it's ruined. It's all gone down the drain. And so that was a really interesting, like mental exercise in going, Mm -hmm. actually, I don't have to, like, I don't have to derail the whole thing because of, of one slight sip So I only had that sip for then. And then I had a cocktail on the last day of end of financial year. Um, we'd had our best financial year that we had. And this is the thing with the association of like commiseration and celebration. Yeah. It was a big, thing but i actually wanted to see because in my ideal life i don't i don't want to never touch a drop of Mm -hmm. alcohol again for the rest of my life however i never want to be a weekly drinker again for the rest of my life i don't want that to be part of my existence but on a special occasion at a wedding at something i would like to just have one very high quality Mm -hmm. very delicious drink and Mm -hmm. enjoy it guilt-free and be done Mm -hmm. with it Mm -hmm. that was Mm -hmm. my goal and so I feel like I can do that now.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. It's so yeah. good. It's so good. It's such an interesting thing. And I thing know that's not this... what I should say, no. probably. <laughs> Why is it not that you should say? I would say that that is, for me, the goal with all of this stuff is awareness right intentionality it's not abstinence it's never abstinence abstinence is a decision you can make but it shouldn't come from a place of scarcity or a space of like oh if i if i do this then i'm gonna be you know it's like let's let's be intentional about what we're doing and let's understand why we're doing things so that we're not being um we're not being controlled by something outside of ourselves exactly Yeah. yeah yeah That was exactly yeah. the thing that I wanted to break. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And and you know what? And it sounds like you've done a wonderful job of it. Yes. And you know, I love that you've got those data points, and you're able to go, "Well, this is what happened then. Yes. This is why yeah. I needed it." That's the learning, right? Because you're learning, and this is where yes. perfectionism gets us buggered, really. Yes, it's, it doesn't do allow
1: those, us to do that. I do think that had I had I had a drink in that first couple of months. I think it would have all you been, have. I think yeah. that it was very important for me to have that, that yes. total yes. absolute abstinence Absolutely. for yes. that first couple of months because I was too yeah. on the, I really do think like there was a, there was a friend of mine, like, oh my gosh, this is so embarrassing to say, but I think it'd be very <laughs> helpful to people. There was even, cause I stopped drinking um, like the second week of December. Um, so like, it was like a week, just over a week before christmas ish mm-hmm. so we then had christmas we then had like new year's parties and then we went to bali for two weeks yeah. <laughs> so like it's like cocktail city you know you sit on a sun yeah, lounger yeah. and yeah you know... anyway there was someone that i was talking to next day and she had this had the cocktail and, and we were we were friends with different things and i smelt it and i yeah. smelt it and i was like <sighs> like just like let it do and i like if i have a sip of that i would be like look into my face. let's go. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: totally.
1: But no, did not. And so I'm really glad that I have, that I have broken that. And I'm glad that now I don't think about it and I don't want it even, like it's not something that I feel tired or exhausted and go, oh, you know what I need? I need a drink. Like that's not even a thing now, of which I was so reliant upon that.
0: Yeah. Yes. And I think it's really good that you say, and I think it's very helpful to people, that you say, particularly around the because I think a lot of the time people go back to drinking in the normal way that they were drinking before. When they stop drinking, and they find that it's not doesn't they like I was expecting to feel amazing. I was expecting to jump off and have loads yeah. of energy and be so productive. And actually, feel oh, quite often a lot of us yeah. have been pushing through for so using alcohol. For me, I was exhausted when I stopped drinking. Mm. When I first stopped drinking, because I've been pushing through using yeah. alcohol for so long, my body was like yeah oh, okay we can finally actually rest yes yeah. and that and for, for a lot of productivity you know uh, driven people that's really tricky yeah and it's like well what's the point then if i'm one I of the most disappointing
1: better? things to me was how many people said to me you watch you stop drinking alcohol and the weight will just drop oh, yeah. off you yeah. not a
0: kilo yeah not a thing no meaning that <laughs> never has Never have. never have um I, I, only when i've been doing very restrictive dieting which i don't i'm not yeah. a proponent of yeah um
1: but it's, what it's i can say is done though like the thing that i am so appreciative of is i have made more clear better decisions in my business this year than i ever have like the the lack of like there's no it, there's so much more stability there's no up and down of emotion i don't ride a wave of like feeling high and then feeling down and then feel like, like everything is just mm. so much more level and so much more yeah. clear and so much clarity and less yes. drama and just just consistent yes. as well which is which is lovely
0: yes it is mm. and i was that was something i was going to ask you so yes you there's been some str- you know some difficult things about it which you know that's that is normal yes and um, yes i never lost any weight either i was most pissed off that's yes. why i went into yes. it in the first place <laughs> <laughs> um and i and it's one thing i say whenever i'm working with people now it's like that is not so you know yeah. if you're thinking that's why you're in it you know that's yeah that's well, that, that a may, lot people, it it may not be like a lot happened. of
1: people have told me that that's what's happened to yeah. Them. yeah
0: yeah well a lot of people it does but also i would say probably about half as many it doesn't oh, yeah. so <laughs> it's just you know the way it is. Um, but it's often something that people you know it's often it was my reason too, for why I wanted to yeah. you know take my year off when I when I started out too. but I'm, I'm interested so um, you saying that the your clarity, your um, fluctuating emotions, is there anything else what 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 has being alcohol free or moving towards that relationship with alcohol that you want to have the more intentional, mm-hmm. more like every now and again? Uh, relationship the take it or leave it relationship, which is what I think we're always going for um, what what what's been different for you? I think it's the better,
1: like I have more consistent energy throughout the day. So Mm. I would probably have a sleep in most Sundays Mm. where, you know, I'd wake up and I'd watch like a Hallmark rom-com. I'm so cool. Um, But I would watch like a Hallmark (laughs) rom-com in bed. My husband would bring me a coffee in bed and I would do that. And then that was while my kids would go out surfing and do different things. Now i'm up at 6 30 every morning and i'm feeling fabulous like yes. i have no desire yeah. to sleep in i yeah. have no desire to watch tv in the morning or the evening i'm like just boringly consistent yes <laughs> um, yeah. but it's like the kids have noticed and that was really um like a like one of the big decision points for me in giving up the drinking as well was my sons are teenagers yes. and yes. they're coming into the age where they're starting to go to parties and have alcohol yes. around them. Yes. And a big part for me was what am I teaching them mm. by them seeing their mum every Thursday, Friday, Saturday afternoon mm. with my shot glass pouring mm. out my gin and tonic? Like yeah. what does that look look like from their lens yes. and their point of view? And is that what I'm happy To show them and i by no means want to be a martyr about it like i know everybody does does their thing that they want to do but i just didn't want that to be the example that i was setting for this is how we cope with life and for me that was that was really what i was doing and so now having that consistent energy and the kids love like they can they can go they know mum's not tired in the morning they'll come in again and like jump on me at 6 30 in the morning because they know Mm -hmm. that i'm not going Oh, I'm still sleeping. Yeah. Let me, let mama alone. <laughs> like, mama's up. Mama yeah. will just get straight back on there as well. So yeah, that, that has probably been one of the nicest changes is the consistent energy, the clarity, the not feeling like I need something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, that's probably the main things i mean a part of it my reluctance to do it was was the level of discipline that i have in every area and i was like i don't want to it was my salvation in and i i said this to you previously Mm. as well is going it has the most difficult part has been trying to find something that can give you that feeling of yes Ah. of which it does its job so well um and so you know i meditate a lot now like mm-hmm. every day i do yoga every day which is mm-hmm. all very helpful but it's still, still not the same um and yeah. so you know it's but that's okay yes. and i think a part of me had to accept that you know that's not a normal natural feeling mm-hmm. and there's actually a book that i bought the other day that i've just started yeah. reading called um the dopamine oh
0: dopamine it's na- a... nation. yes uh that's great isn't yeah. it yeah i love that book it's so good it's like it's so about our,
1: well. our addiction to dopamine and how much we need all yeah. of these things that we get relying upon and i'm like you know i know that i was addicted to that i have a very yeah. addictive personality with everything yeah. i'm addicted to my yeah. work i'm very obsessive yeah. with everything um i was addicted to that i'm a, i'm addicted to my phone like all of those different things that give us these dopamine hits and going it are, actually that's
0: exactly
1: it. yeah that's what they're made for and That's it actually needs to be replaced, but we actually need to be able to function without needing those
0: hits. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It is. And it's a, it's a yeah. little bit like I remember when people would give, you know, offer you a natural remedy as opposed to yes, it. it's a fantastic. Rem-. And actually really funny as well, because the subject matter is quite interesting yes. to yeah. Yeah. especially the guy with the, yes. <laughs> um there's a, there's a guy in it who is addicted to porn. And that's quite an interesting, um, (laughs) conversation, but it's all the same same thing. Exactly. Right. I get it from work for work for me. Like, and I know sometimes that I have to be like, actually, Emma, you're kind of escaping your life Mm. to work because work is somewhere that feels safe. And like, I can be my best self, you know, Mm -hmm. whereas actually in the home, that's, you know that's where life can get a little bit more challenging yeah. and stuff yeah. like that so there's so many things that you can learn from this that you can apply to anything yeah yeah well i appreciate you so much and i appreciate you sharing your journey and i love yes. the humanness of it because that's what we're all like right we're just regular Totally. yeah th- totally i think just, we all we- have we all have our good points we
1: all have our biases that we're working that's through it. and yeah it's something um yeah. I feel like now this, this will be it for me. I won't, um, hi Paige. Yeah. Um, I know that there, I won't be alcohol free forever. However, yeah. I also know that I won't be a regular drinker forever yeah. and yeah. I love Beautiful. that. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. So I, I, I would highly thing. recommend the 30 day, um, Aussie alcohol experiment because it's, it's like, I, I think it's what we need to kickstart it i don't think that you can changing habits especially when a habit like drinking is so ingrained is and and i know that you know you avoid the word alcoholic but it was it was a um because i always thought alcoholics were people that drank every day of which i drank yes. 3 to 4 yes, days a week exactly. and then i did yes. like this questionnaire from a doctor that was like mm-hmm. you you're not an alcoholic but you have an issue mm-hmm. with alcohol dependency mm-hmm. and so for me that was really like like a slap across my my face yeah. in doing that and i don't think i don't think a habit that's that strong and that ingrained for a lot of us can be broken without going through the, with some pain and having, like, a companion to help you with that, yeah. and someone to talk to about it, and and someone that you can, because it's not, I mean, for some, I know some people that that stop and they never never have any issue. Yeah. I was so mad; yeah. it was not a pleasant oh, yeah. to yeah. be around for that time because yeah. I was really not happy at, at having to deprive myself of something that I yeah. really really loved. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But it's yeah. all the best. Interesting for it. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm so pleased. And thank you so much for saying that. Um, I appreciate it. Um, And Tina, obviously, I know you have some exciting things coming up this week as well. And I'm sure most people know Tina already. But um, if, if not, Tina, would you like to share the stuff that you've got coming up over the next week or so?
1: Yeah, well, we're going into launch. So if you're in online education, hear me up um we've got a free training week happening in a couple of weeks that you can see at tinaweek.com
0: yeah brilliant and so
1: that's the place to find you is it
0: yeah
1: you can do that where i'm talking now her empire builder um is all there that's a great point i don't know what your first name is this zesty life um but i like your handle um is the enabling in the world as well um it is it was very very strange how how uncomfortable i felt with not drinking in drinking situations however what i have discovered since is that it was a problem so much more in my head than with everybody else i was really worried hi susan um (laughs) i was really worried about what people would think of me if i wasn't drinking and that they'd think i was a buzzkill or like a party pooper or something like that um but I did like our whole retreat. I've done a couple of retreats yes. since um, where everyone is drinking copious yes. amounts of alcohol all around me. And no one cares what I'm doing. No, no <laughs> one, cares. Like, no one cares anywhere near as much as what I yes. thought they would and what I projected on people. Yeah. Um, And so I think that 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 was a fear that I had going in. So if if you're looking at doing the um, Aussie alcohol experiment and worried about that, if people are truly, if they love you and they're your friends and your family, no one cares, especially when you tell them. So I find when I told people, so the thing that shuts people down straight away is when I told them I had had an issue with alcohol dependency and I'm really trying to work on getting over that. Everyone shuts straight
0: away. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) that's so interesting isn't it i just think when you're honest as well like i i yeah. often say to clients alcohol you know a lot of people would find that they've been you know that three o'clock in the morning wake up and being mean to yourself and that kind of thing which a lot of people experience you know it's making them sad and so mm. if you say to your friends well actually alcohol is making me sad and it's making me anxious mm. then generally people shut up because it's it's like, yeah. well, why would you want your friend to feel sad or anxious you know yeah <laughs> yeah no one no one really cares all yeah. that all that much exactly yeah. so thank you Tina. i really appreciate you coming on thanks you really do. and it's lovely to speak to you take care my lovely thanks bye. bye hello everybody just before you go i just wanted to let you know that this week is the last week of the year for you to join my great Aussie Alcott experiment. I've been running this program in its current format, I think for most of this year, a little bit of last year and maybe a little bit longer than that, actually. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I've been doing it for two years in this format. Um, and I am going to put the prices up a little bit next year because I want to be able to carry on doing it. I've really fine tuned it. I've got it how I want it to be. And I want to be able to carry on doing it with the level of group coaching that I give, which within that program is daily um, coaching for up to an hour for anyone who wants to come on. Um, And so I just wanted to let you guys know that if you want to um, come on and join for under $500, now's your time to do that. And I would highly encourage you to take advantage of that. I've just finished running the virtual retreat and that's been absolutely fantastic. Um, And we've really kind of worked out what is the absolute magic for being able to create a relationship with alcohol that's literally just take it or leave it. And mainly people choose to leave it because it's lost its allure. And the way we do that is just so revelationary, so different to how other programs work. It's based on this naked mind um, theory. And then I add in some of the other stuff that I have learned as a, Counselor, psychotherapist, um, and the gray area drinking coach, and also some of the stuff I've been learning in the Gabon Marte training that I've been doing as well. The thing that's really cool about the Alcohol Experiment, the great Aussie Alcohol Experiment, is the fact that it is on Aussie time zone. So if you're um in Oz, that's really good. The fact that you get small group coaching every day on Zoom and that we unpick every single one of the limiting beliefs that you have about alcohol as a group. So we work on it's a reward. It's a treat. It helps me sleep. It helps me socialize. We go through all of those and we turn them all around And we find other beliefs that we can move, that help us move towards our goal of whatever that might be. Again, the alcohol experiment is never about abstinence. The goal is always awareness. And that's why you can never fail. We talk about how to get rid of self-judgment, how to transform that into something that's going to work really well for you. And the most and the biggest important thing is that we have a group of like-minded female assigned at birth or women or people with uteruses and ovaries or actually that's just a stupid, yeah, or people who were born with those or not or gender diverse. However you come, you are welcome. And um, the best thing about it is the community and the coaching and really kind of building that home for yourself where you – can feel safe safe and loved and it's like it's a beautiful place to be you don't need to escape from it so we've spent a lot of time this week in the virtual retreat kind of focusing in on the people that we were before we discovered alcohol and wanting to kind of like revisit those people those younger parts of ourselves and you know really choose what we be intentional about the rest of our life, whether that is being a mindful drinker, being sober, curious, going back to drinking, whatever we do, whether we decide to take a year off, go alcohol free, it doesn't matter because that's not the point. The point is that we're building a relationship and starting to understand ourselves more so that we don't have to escape ourselves by drinking alcohol. And so big part of the program is learning how to be with our feelings, to be with our discomfort and to understand what the message is that they have to share with us. So it's really a program for everybody, wherever you are. I hope you join. It's going to be a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant month. I'm so looking forward to doing it. I'll see you in there. All right, my dears, take care. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Midlife AF with Emma Gilmore. If you enjoyed it, please share on Instagram for your friends and tag me at Hope Rising Coaching. If you want to help me grow the podcast, please review the episodes for me on Apple Podcasts. That really helps. If you would like to work further with me, please go to my website, www.hoperisingcoaching.com for my free and paid programs, or email me at emma at coachingcom Sending a massive cuddle to you and yours from me and mine, and remember to keep choosing you.